Hello and welcome to Infinite Pixels, a show uh, about uh, us playing video games. Uh, I'm Jordan. With Hi. me this month is... Hi, I'm Ryan. And special uh, guest... Hello, I'm Christine. You hey. I, I, I treaded on you a little bit there. I Damn don't know it. If that's okay. You might have heard her before when she was talking about my smell. Did I say that? <laughs> and I was in an Easter egg at one point. Oh. So you've, you've been show. here once or twice. Yeah, I've so popped into the you. room to say words. Yes, yeah, so as many people do. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, thanks for being here for this recording. Yeah. 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 Uh, what, did we, what did we play this month, guys? Uh, 2015's Ubisoft's Grow Home. Mm-hmm. A, uh, yeah, a game unlike any that uh, uh, no, it's 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 probably like a lot of other stuff. Uh, no, but it's it's a game from 2015 called Grow Home. Uh, uh, kind of like kind of background in this. Like the year before, there were they put this out. They put out a couple games called Valiant Hearts and uh, um, Child of Light that were kind of like. They're like, we're doing these small projects. I vaguely remember those games. Uh, Valiant Hearts is like a World War One game. Right. It's kind of like a cute little, just like adventure game. And uh, Child of Light is like a little mini JRPG that's maybe like 10 hours. Um, and uh, they were both received really well. So I think they were like, hey, what if we also keep like just pumping out these small projects in between our big stuff? Because Ubisoft's known for like Assassin's Creed and like the Tom Clancy games and mm -hmm. stuff. And this is like a way of being like, hey, let's give our team a rest. And those two games were received really well. So And then Grow Home came out after that? Yeah, it was announced like the next year at E3. Right. So was it like one a year, like uh, Valiant Heart, Child of Light, Grow Home? I think they did Child of Light and Valiant Hearts in the same year. Um, and what's interesting about the this is like the next year they did do a sequel to Grow Home, Grow Up. Oh, oh I remember like that. <laughs> Oh. more open world. We got to play that too sometime. Um and then what's weird is they haven't really done a ton of like little small games. Uh so I I don't I don't know. A lot of a lot of Ubisoft stuff is is like just bloated. Like people think of them as like, "Oh, they're the guys that just make like Assassin's Creed and like Watch Dogs." And whatever, and they just they make the open world games. The Far Cries of the world are them, and they haven't really changed since doing like Grow Up. So I don't know. I was looking at their I was looking at their development history because I was just curious. It's like, hey, have they done anything really small? And not really. I mean, like you might have think that like stuff like Trackmania is like small, but it's. I mean, it's relatively small in terms of something like, you know, Assassin's Creed, but it's, Trackmania does really well in, like, Europe, mm. so it's not, like, a small single-player-only game that you're like, okay, I did it, I'm done, now I'm gonna put it aside. Not, like, in the way that Grow Home is? Yeah, Trackmania is, like, a live-service game as well. So <laughs> were you aware of Grow Home when it first came out, or was yeah. this, like, you were looking into smaller games from Ubisoft and were like, oh, let's play this? No, I, I knew about it, and I had put it on, we have a giant list yeah. uh, of just stuff that we want to play, and 
uh, we're looking for something short this month. I, I chose Grow Home this month, yeah. actually, because yeah. I, I had always wanted to play it, because mm-hmm. I remember when it came out, um, a lot of uh, like YouTubers and streamers were, were playing it because it's such a uh, simple, straightforward game. There's there's a lot to like react to and talk to talk about for like streaming and entertainment and stuff. Yeah. Um. And so like you had it on your PlayStation Four, and I was like, why don't we play that? And I was I uh, was happy to finally knock it out because it's a really uh, digestible game. And it's only depending on how quickly you want to get through it. It could be done in what like two hours. Maybe? About two, three. Two yeah, three. I did it, I think, in like two and a half. I think I originally texted Ryan, I was like, it's like three and a half. And then I went back and looked and I was like, I think I really just beat it in like two and a half. Yeah, so. I think it's all about how much you want to take the time to yeah. explore and do those like kind of side little things that mm-hmm. we can probably talk more about. But. What a, what, but what do you do in, in Grow Home, either Christine or Ryan? The... The gist of the game is that you're a little robot dude named Bud, conveniently <laughs> named. Uh, it got, it's it's a good, adorable. It's a, it's a perfect yeah. name for it, yeah. And um, you uh, clank your way around uh, this new planet that you're exploring to uh, eventually, like, basically your mission is to explore the planet and get seeds for the plant life there and bring it to your home base or your yeah. spaceship essentially yeah. but to do that you have to grow this giant penis plant <laughs> and uh <laughs> and it's a big uh vine thing that grows and you have to keep um branching out and uh flowering the different stems to connect to all these different points and while you do that you get to explore this really colorful little world and you can do a lot of other things too yeah had you played or heard of Grow Home before this, Christine? I think at the most I had heard the name, maybe, but I was not aware of it. But you asked if I wanted to join you to play it today or like this for this month's episode um, just because you knew I like plants and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I like simple, like I'm more of like a puzzle game fan, like Tetris and things like that because I'm good at that stuff. Um, but I do like very exploratory games as well. So I think this hits the note of like, like there is a puzzle element to it, but it's in a very different way than say Tetris. But I like that there's the exploratoriness to it. There's um, just kind of doing what you want, so to speak of, oh, I can just kind of make this vine however I want to get to this point A to point B. But in the meantime, if I don't feel like doing that, I can explore the little things. And, oh, I, you can um, pick up the plant, other plants on the planet and get um, research on it or whatever. I don't remember the way they've said yeah, that. Yeah, there, there's, a, as you said, there's like a, a plant in the center of this planet that you have to grow. Um, and the, the you, like, dive down to the very bottom of it. And the goal is just to, like... Get it to grow up, you know, all the way back up to your spaceship. And you have, like, little teleporters as your checkpoints. Yeah. And you can uh, you can be like, oh, do I, you know, I can go into the teleporters and just, like, teleport around. They'll be at, like, different, you have, like, a map. If you pause the screen, you can be like, you're, like, 500 meters up. You're, like, 1,000 meters up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the teleporters will be shown on the map, too. And you can be like, what if I put 
this cactus in this teleporter. Here's a sheep. What if I pull them in uh, and uh, they get uh, just turned into like research mm-hmm. that you can get? So it kind of so. adds to that idea of like what mm-hmm. your mission is. And then um, we didn't even mention this yet either, but the other part is like you're kind of upgrading yourself slowly with the little crystals that are hidden mm-hmm. around the planet and that gives you boosts. You have a little jetpack you end mm-hmm. up earning and you can get that. There's like little, there's a specific type of flower that you can pull and it gives you like kind of like a float Breath of the Wild vibes of like kind of being able to coast mm-hmm. like through the air. Did you get um, the leaf ever? We did know. get the leaf and that was hard to control because yeah. that was like flight controls, but mm-hmm. like I don't know if we were able to figure out how well, to like hold on to it. I don't know if it just shoots away after you use it, but we kept having that problem. One of the problems with the leaf was, uh, I shouldn't say problems, but like when we got it, because you and I played this like simultaneously. Yeah, we kind of just handed the controller back and forth. Yeah, um, and you saw us play the end of it, Jordan. Um, when you get the leaf, you're like pretty far along in the game. And at mm. least for me, I felt like intimidated to use it because I want to like experiment with it and get to know it. But uh, by the points in which I got it, I was like, uh, if I use this, I'm going to fall and die and I'll have to, and I'll lose my progress or yeah. I'm going to screw something up. Um, there's a point later where there's a leaf right by a spawn point. Uh, a, a that makes teleporter. a lot more sense to be there. Yeah, that's a good opportunity to play with it and experiment with mm-hmm. it. But the first time we ran into it, it was like, I just don't even touch it because yeah. we really fucked up. Well, and we got, I really fucked you up. You get so used to like, because I think the game does a good job of like kind of teaching you as you go of like, oh, this flower helps you here. And then you kind of figure out how to use it. So then finally, when you're feeling really comfortable with it, it's like, here's a new thing. And that's how a game should be. But yeah. it's it was kind of an element that was a little... Um, it just kind of controlled a little differently, maybe, than compared yeah. to some of the other, like, equipment, so to speak, that you use. And the controls are, like, pretty good. Like, they, uh, uh, this game is kind of similar to other, um, other games of their ilk of, like, weird physics games. Like, stuff like, uh, Goat Simulator. Actually, it's very similar to, like, getting over it to ben- with Benny Fo- Bennett Foddy mm. or, um... Quop, like it controls kind of like Quop. If you've ever played Quop, it's yeah. it's just like and a goat a simulator, game. like you said. Actually, that stuck out, sticks out to me too. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, and getting over it too, in the sense that you're you're working against the controls to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Quop, it's it's you have Q, uh, Q W uh, O and P that you I think uh, that you have to use in order to um, uh, try to go. Uh, like move a track star like to get over mm. hurdles mm. um and then like getting over it you're a guy stuck stuck in a cauldron with a hammer and you have to like use that to like get over a giant like obstacle in the middle and like in this you have we played on ps4 and ps5 and the uh your controls are you have the either the two bumpers l1 and r1 or uh you can use the bumpers or you can use the triggers uh r2 and l2 as uh bud's hands so uh you're using your hands to like reach upward to try to climb up over objects (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you can you know use uh uh, like if once you beat the game you unlock the ability to, to like collect 
multiple star seeds. You have to grow the plant to get like a star seed for your ship. And then it's like there are eight other star seeds and you like it starts to become more about like, okay, how do you hold on to this star seed with one hand as you try to maneuver around the environment that you're so used to using both your hands on mm -hmm. to try to grip right. the plant or like the rocks or whatever. Because you can grip onto anything. It's not just like, oh, this flower petal here, it's fragile, so you can't get onto it. Like, everything's basically looks like it's made out of a rock. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, you can grip onto anything. And I think, too, that uh, you say that, the, I, I agree, like, the controls are pretty good. But I think, to a point, it like you said, it does work kind of against you. There is physics in the game where you, if you're building momentum it'll kind of pull you in that direction so yeah. if, you're, if you end up building up speed and you're kind of running up or down say the trunk of the of the plant then you could f lean too far one direction and that momentum will carry you off mm -hmm. and yeah. you could fall so that was kind of tricky once to kind of get used to right away but once you get it then you feel more confident the higher up in the air you get in a weird mm -hmm. way like it kind of balances yeah. itself out well that's where the like the crux of the game is it's like you're trying to climb and you have these kind of wonky physics kind of wonky controls and it's it's simple because all you're trying to do is wrangle your robot uh bud uh to climb this plant but bud's weird and janky uh to control like intentionally but it makes it that much more satisfying when you're able to get up higher or crack yeah. your robot arms up the side of I can't, the uh, flower. I can't tell you how many times that when Ryan and I were playing, like, we would hold our breath when we were, like, making a jump for something, yeah. and mm -hmm. then we were like, oh, God, please, let's make it, or, oh, my God, like, did you, you're, you like, can I'm so see close. the... I'm that, so close, I'm yeah, so close. Yeah. You can see that the clamp of the hand yeah. is, like, missed the wrong spot, and you're yeah. like, no, and it was, that was fun to, to kind of yeah. the, get into the, that buildup of it, that I think it purposefully was able to do well no i said this when we played this is a game where you clench mm. where like you're making a jump and you go oh fuck and then you make it and you go oh. yeah in like a mario brothers you're like oh i like i know where my character will go mm -hmm. right you know that mario will land on this platform if you move in this certain way and this is like you still know where you're probably going to wind up but there can be every once in a while it'll just be like oh sorry like you you Grip your arm went over here slightly, and you weren't able to to grip like the yeah. side of the cliff that you needed to be on, and you let go, and now you have to fall all the way down. Yeah, and and two because you can obviously control the camera, and I think that kind of adjusts how you where you're, not only obviously where you're facing, but also um, where your character can too. So yeah. that can kind of be. Where oh, we yeah. got a little tripped up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you turn the camera, and in like Mario, if you're playing Mario Odyssey or Mario Sunshine, you rotate the camera around Mario. Mario himself doesn't like move. Mm -hmm. But in this game, if you rotate the camera to look and take in the environment, which you're often trying to do because you're trying to navigate the environment, Bud will shift when the camera rotates. So you have to be careful mm -hmm. when you're looking that you're not putting Bud in a position where he's going to immediately fall. Yeah, and like especially if you're like climbing up uh like the sides of cliffs or like underneath cliffs cuz you can definitely do like rock climbing of just I'm going to be underneath yeah. this giant floating island Almost because I want to yeah, I want to get like a crystal or <laughs> I see like a leaf over there that I want to get as like an uh, uh, as because I know that I can use that on a 
spot and like later up, you know, and that's where it can become like really tricky with the camera. What did you think of like the fact that there are a lot of upgrades that are tied to those crystals? Because you guys didn't get a lot from what I was seeing. But like for me, I got like 80% of them over that amount because I have a problem. <laughs> but also just because it's, it feels like that feels like part of the meat. Like the, the obviously like growing the, the star plant is, is that, but it's also like, okay, how much challenge do you want to give yourself of like, I see that there's a crystal over here or you have a radar that tells you where they're like you're near a crystal and then you can be like, okay, like I think I can get this crystal over here. But like uh, the fact that like there's a, there's a jetpack, uh, and even like the first upgrade, upgrade you get isn't a, uh, isn't like a mom, uh, movement ability. It's you, you can zoom the camera out, which they have a lot of crystals on those first couple islands, but like it was, I, I didn't remember when I get, went back and did this, I was like, Oh, the zoom out is tied to an upgrade. Hmm. That feels bad. I didn't notice that. <laughs> Me neither. Honestly, I yeah. You have to get ten crystals at least. I think when we were playing at one point, it just zoomed out because we actually accidentally clicked the. We stick weren't in. really yeah. using the zoom out feature as much, but near the lot. end, I think we did yeah. because then we were because really before useful. to look around, we were kind of just looking around, but mm -hmm. we weren't using the zoom out. And then once we got higher and kind of realized oh actually this would be helpful mm -hmm. then we started to use it um but yeah to your point um we definitely did have different experiences with the game because like you said you were doing more crystal hunting and b building that up and we really weren't we were just kind of more interested in playing with the growing of the plant i guess yeah the growing mechanic was so like engaging and fun uh, and like straightforward too. It's like, oh, there's the thing that I need to grow into to move yeah. the plant forward. It was just like, oh, let's get the next and one. I, let's get the next one. I think one. we had fun too. And I don't know if we said this earlier too, but with the way this map is too, is there's like little floating islands of rock that you yeah. that you're connecting to. But there's also some that are just there to, um, you know, there might be a crystal on it or something to check out. But uh, we were having fun uh, building or growing some of the vines towards to get us t closer to one of these rock cliffs to mm -hmm. to get over to it versus um you know specifically growing to the ones that'll yeah grow the overall plant if that makes sense there so. there are, if anybody didn't play it there are like bigger kind of islands that are glowing green that i guess have like the nutrients for the star plant itself and it'll mark like you have to do like four of them that you have to connect to then it'll be like, it's six and eight, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, and that, and once you hit those, you know, the star plant will show itself like growing and growing and growing. Um, and like, as you've said, you don't, you just, you don't have to get every single island, but uh, I do, uh, I do like that every single one of those vines that you grow out. Cause when you grow one of the vines, like it grows a vine out. And then each one of those, there are like different uh, points on the vine where like there will be a leaf and the leaf, if you jump on it, it, you'll jump really high. And then there's also extra little buds. So if you wanted to, you could just ride right. the vines right. all the way up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that we started to do that, a, maybe not to ride it up, but to kind of 
get us maybe closer to a transporter or something, mm-hmm. whereas before it was kind of encouraging maybe to use the leaf jumps or yeah. fly over with like the flower or something. There was a lot of different options for how you could, in your however you chose to do it, and be creative with it to, to get over. But I think we liked trying it with the growing mechanic. I mean, the thing is, once you get higher up to like, platforms and things that you are meant to climb and interact with they get farther and farther apart obviously Mm -hmm. as the game gets more difficult so early on you're growing and you only really need to use the growing mechanics to connect to the green uh, growth portions to progress but the farther on you go you start looking at it and say i can't connect to the progress rock but i can get over to that chasm and that's really valuable right now because i'm out of uh, my floating flowers or whatever. So I just need to get there. Um, so it's really interesting the way this game uh, mixes like sort of environment exploration with uh, platforming with kind of physics-based controls. It was it was reminding me like somewhere in between like Breath of the Wild and Banjo-Kazooie in the sense that you're mm-hmm. exploring an environment, but it's uh, kind of, uh, you know, there, there's more character than an open world game like Assassin's Creed or like GTA. Not that those games don't have character, but they're trying to emulate real life. And this game's got that kind of cartoony style that something like Banjo-Kazooie has. So yeah, I would this, agree with that. This more, more reminded me of like a later game of actually Death Stranding. Because hmm. Death Stranding's controls are like exactly the same. Almost, really? They don't have... As Grow Home? Yeah, almost. I... They, they don't have like the... Uh, you don't control your arms, but you can control your feet pretty much. Like if you hold L two and R two, each one of your legs will be, or like almost like your left side and your right side will be controlled by those triggers. So if you're like walking down a cliff and the cliff is uh, has a lot of like rocks on it to simulate, like it it, be, it can be hard to get a grip like on this on this really rocky face you have to hold down one of the triggers or both which is usually what i did in death stranding to be like oh i won't fall then Mm -hmm. which is similar to this and i found you know in death stranding it was you know you're carrying ladders on your back you're carrying um uh ropes and and bridges uh and whatnot and you're trying to really just platform uh more so horizontally like across the environment i want a ladder across this river because if i walk into the river then you know i'm gonna if it's deep enough i'm not gonna be able to cross it i'm gonna fall in the water and then i'm gonna lose all my packages and and get drifted down and then then this it's like i need to grow a sprout over here because if i don't then i'm not gonna be able to reach that uh rock face uh and then i'm gonna not be able to like get higher up you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's still the same idea of i need to cross to an area right it's it's traversal working with these these kind of wonky controls and yeah. wonky physics uh, do you guys think this game would uh feel a lot different um pc because this i re- looked it up and i guess this game also was released on windows hmm. so I, it if depends. i this on a controller i would probably hate it yeah or on a keyboard i would probably hate it well yeah, yeah i i would be curious to see if the uh, on the controller, it's right trigger, left trigger to grab stuff. On PC, is is it mapped 
I, I don't know if you can remap you the, can map the buttons. Probably everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would be curious what the game would start you with if it starts you with grabbing stuff on the keyboard or grabbing stuff is the probably mouse. Mo- it's probably left and, and right on the mouse. Button, you think? I would imagine. Yeah, that would be that would be not fun. Yeah, I would be very curious because I feel like that would be a very different. Uh, not very different, but it certainly would provide a different type of experience when yeah. you play it on a keyboard. Versus... And neither of these on the PS5, you've played PS5, I don't know if you have, Christine, uh, but PS5 has adaptive triggers where they can um, they can give you tension. So I don't know if that would be interesting to play with this. I played mm. Death Stranding a little bit with that. I played like the PS5 port, but I haven't beaten it on there. Wait, um, didn't you play Grow Home on PS5? Yeah, but it's it's not a PS5 de- like specifically developed okay, version. Okay, you're saying if they put adaptive a, if they made a new triggers. Grow Home with yeah. Okay, got it. I wonder if if this would like be good with adaptive triggers to be simulate like okay, it's hard to grip onto this uh, wall, and now you're you know you gotta push the the trigger down harder, otherwise you're gonna fall. Like, I don't know. That, that could actually be, be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I could see that working pretty well. Or it's like, oh, this is, maybe it's, be, like, there's, like, rivers and stuff in this. Like, maybe it's wet, so it's, like, slippery or yeah. something. Yeah. Because Butt doesn't like water. <laughs> yes. Right. He'll, he'll just die if he falls in, like, the deeper water. You know what's interesting? Uh, just talking about Bud uh, pivoting away from controls a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. Bud is not a frustrating character. I don't hate Bud. I never hated Bud throughout the game. Even though the controls were, like, intentionally a little, like, wonky. Um, like, I've, I've played games with bad controls where I'm cussing out the main character that I'm playing as. I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot or whatever. Yeah, like Psychonauts. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of factors. But I really liked the character of Bud. He was very charming. Uh, and I even though he was, like goofy and throwing himself all over the place he doesn't have a character he's just like you yeah he's he's just like a cute robot basically he's just like a mascot yeah what'd you guys think of um so he's getting like little updates and stuff for his um job through mom yeah. which obviously is like the name of the like AI. AI or whatever that he's working with, but obviously it look, makes it look like when you get little messages on the screen, it's just from mom and it's like saying like you're doing great or yeah. I love it when you um, jump from high places or something like kind of random like I that. I thought it was entirely cosmetic, but it was super adorable. Yeah, I really liked it because yeah. it was even when you like were fucking up or something, it would just give you like a cute little thing. So mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and then. Like at the at the end, uh, they'll it tells you when it tells you to get the like eight star seeds. Like it is uh, adorable. She like shoots off like ASCII fireworks. Mm-hmm. That's actually ASCII art, not like the dumb me that said ASCII art from a few a couple weeks or a couple months ago for yeah. another the other game. I don't remember um, that. Uh, I don't remember what game it was, but I got it wrong. What it was asking? <laughs> uh, but uh, it. Uh, it's just like a cute little like fireworks show, and then like when you beat it, beat it, like when you get all eight seeds, it'll uh, be like congratulations, uh, you get like five days off. Terms oh. and conditions apply. And I'm like, I I didn't know that this game would be like have commentary about jobs. <laughs> I mean, 
Like, this is not... I like, think that was the only time it had a commentary. Yeah, it's more, more of a joke thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, a joke or a commentary. I mean, it could be both. Um, I don't know. This is, like, around the time that Ubisoft did an Assassin's Creed game. Uh, I think it was Black Flag, where it, they had an alternate, like, Ubisoft that was making the games. And they were like, they're the evil corporation. And I was like, this feels weird to that we're making, that they're making a game that's, like, It'd be like if Disney employees did a Disney movie and were like, here's an animation company. Here's their slave driving ways. What and the you're fuck like, are Wait, you talking what? about? What are you saying? I have no idea what you're saying. You're saying <laughs> there a, was a second Ubisoft that was also Ubisoft, but they were a bad Ubisoft? They're in Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, they... In Assassin's Creed, there's a... Uh, in the real life moments, because did you know they're real life? Right, yeah, there's, right. there's, yeah, future. They're like, and... hey, we're making Assassin's Creed. They're making Assassin's Creed in Assassin's Creed. So like, in literally. the game, there's characters you meet that are making Assassin's Creed. Yes. Okay. And they're making it for Abstergo Games, which they basically were just like, it's Ubisoft. Like, it's an analogy for Ubisoft. Oh. Are you saying the programmers of that Assassin's Creed game... That put that Easter or not Easter, that put that in that like meta joke in the game. They were trying to say that Ubisoft sucks. That was what people interpreted as oh. when they were like, "Here's all these shitty deadlines, and here's like these uh, expectations that are way too high, and blah 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 blah." Oh, okay. Here are all these changes. Oh, people didn't like this character from this game because he sucked, but we liked him, and you were like. This feels like a cry for help. <laughs> it's it's like a weird... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like watching a Disney movie where... Uh, okay, I see your analogy. Yep. Watching a Disney movie where the characters, like Moana walks into an animation studio and then there are animators and they're like, I hate my job and I'm being worked to the bone and I can't see my family. It's like, uh, yeah, it's How like... How is this relevant to Grow Home? <laughs> I, well, yeah. The, <laughs> end, the ending of this, I was saying, it's not like that. No, it's so, not sure. <laughs> Great, great tangent. <laughs> to bring, I don't think that joke about terms and additions comply to your day off. I don't ter- think that was meant to be anything. No, I don't that think was that was literally one line. I don't think that was meant to be no, anything. I think that's a joke more than it is. That's, I think that's a very big stretch to think <laughs> a, that that's any type of commentary. I dig it, Ubisoft. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I mean, it, it, of course, it I'm could just... be. I would guess it's. I said I don't. I don't, doubt I don't that. think it is. But I, just love to hear, I don't know. Let me go said, into this whole thing no, about I, how it might be. I'm just thinking back to like what I was picturing when you started describing that. I was like, wait, Ubisoft had a secret company that was making. A game? <laughs> yeah, like I was. What are so you talking lost. about? Yeah, <laughs> like they just said slavery, and I was like, yeah, what and then, is yeah, I was like, well, I was, stop. What are you saying? <laughs> but. That's like I I don't play we don't play Assassin's Creed right no I don't play. I'm familiar I guess, with it obviously, I guess I guess most other people that I've, that uh, are like in uh, to playing games or whatever are like remember that Assassin's Creed game yeah. where they where they made an, a, a commentary about Ubisoft in it that was weird people who play Assassin's Creed probably would have known immediately it, what you yeah but is, we uh, were lost on yeah, that idea completely. yeah this is I mean this is a Ubisoft game so that's why I was like. Oh sure. yeah, I could sure. mention this, and people yeah. would be like, "Yeah, I know what that is." But yeah. you, guys, I forget that you guys are like, "We play Smash Brothers." <laughs> I've never played an Assassin's Creed game. I know. And I've always been curious. I would you don't play. Need to. I was gonna say, frankly, I've never <laughs> been curious. You don't need to. They are. 
uh, uh, Valhalla, the like latest one, is the best looking game I think I've ever played. But other than that, wow. I'm like, yeah, the water in that game, I'm like, holy shit. Well, the whole point of those games is like, you they put them out all the time, every year, every other year, whatever, and it's always kind of the same thing, just with a new coat of paint, and that's what people want. Yeah, like if you like that, that's cool. But that's why I'm, I was. That's why this game is interesting because it's like. Oh, they didn't just do the same thing. I was gonna say, speaking of like looks and stuff, what do you guys think of like the art style and stuff? I think it's adorable. I actually have a theory about the art style. It's very simple, and I I think that's on purpose because then it's like, I heard that this was originally just like a prototype, hmm. and then it was like, oh, this is a really cool idea for a game. What if we made this a game, and what? maybe some of these are like left over from the uh, prototype. It's like, interesting that the polygonal aspect of it definitely looks like a prototype for sure. Mm-hmm. What's your theory about the art style? Right? Oh, uh, my theory is so like it's polygonal, right? Like everything looks like low resolution graphics, right? Like intentionally, obviously, mm-hmm. it's a style. Blocky kind of, and, <clears throat> right? But like, yeah, sort of like like PlayStation One or like Nintendo sixty four, but better than. Yeah, because they have more modern, like, graphic processors and color palettes, yeah. Mm -hmm. But my theory was, um, you know, you play as Bud in the game, and uh, I think you could interpret that the environment that you're seeing, it doesn't look that way in real life. What you're seeing is, like, Bud's visual processors taking it in. I love that idea. Yeah, when you look at, like, uh, like... How the Terminator sees stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't see stuff like, ah, oh, yes, this is clearly a human. It's like, it still looks like gray, or actually it's, what is it, dark red? Yeah, and it's, it's red. Like, uh, it's it, it's kind of like blurry a little bit. You're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. And it's it has like a, the grid on it, and there's mm-hmm. like uh, data coming in, like on, on the screen, like readable lines of, of mm-hmm. data and dialogue. And I, I definitely like. I think it's the same thing with Bud, or you could interpret it that that what you're seeing is Bud's brain processing the the world that you're. But he on. wants to do the opposite of what the Terminator. Yeah, I cannot think of a robot that is more opposite of the Terminator <laughs> than Bud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, did I? And I think that aside, the graphics are very appealing to look. They're at. really sweet. They're really cute. And honestly, I could see myself like coming back to this game if I was had a. a a hankering for it and was like oh i just want to like play around and like grow this vine and you like mess the... around with like build maybe actually try building up the crystal power or whatever and kind of um building your boosts and stuff like that you missed but... the caves you missed the the ox yeah we were mm-hmm. talking there's about a, that there's an ox in a cave that you, there's like a hole and you can lead him into the hole and he can fall to his death <laughs> this is but he's already got a he's got like a a uh uh, a ring in his nose so Aww. grow home theory um, <laughs> where'd that ring come from yeah is it organic somebody's taken <laughs> oh, he's married <laughs> and you kill him so you leave a widow behind yes, in the yes. game mm-hmm. uh yeah we we didn't catch uh we didn't go into the you case. didn't find the dodo yeah. No, I remember you were like, "Wow, the dodo!" And yeah, I was like, like what? "Really?" Is and is there a dodo? Is there only one dodo? There are multiple dodos. Oh, I totally missed them. Yeah, There's we definitely didn't. We needed to do more 
again, I, that's what I would go back for is maybe checking out more of like the land because I think we were just so focused on the plant. There's a lot of trophies. There's one. Uh, there is one for like drowning three of the mon- uh, monsters, the, the enemies. <laughs> Uh, enemies. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Uh, uh, drowning three of the animals. My enemies, yeah. (laughs) Enemies, monsters, no, just the sheep. (laughs) Yeah, uh, this is a game that is, like, really, really chill, really relaxing. I would love to put this game on and listen to my favorite soundtrack, or like you said, you're listening to a podcast when you played it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of tone that this game is. It's Mm -hmm. very... Not hectic, straightforward, and relaxing. Which is interesting, because I didn't exactly think that at first. I thought you were going to be like, I was fucking mad when I fell off, because you just played Psychonauts, and at the Mm -hmm. end, Psychonauts is like, here's a gigantic uh, platforming section, and there's no, like, checkpoints, so you have to, like, fall off, and then you come back all the way from the beginning. And, like, I I thought that you might be like, I didn't, I did I forgot about this checkpoint, because I just was going and then I fell off and it was like fuck I, could, I think I'm sorry go oh ahead. I was just gonna say I think it it is an assumption that you might get frustrated with that um and maybe I would say maybe I did a little bit early on but once you kind of like figure it out it that feeling goes away um especially when you start to just build that confidence with like oh I think I got a good idea of how these controls work I think I have figured out what which, you know, boosts and stuff I like to use and how I can use them to my best ability to, like, get from point A to point B. And if I want to hop to this area or something, like, I can figure that out. And you just have more confidence and you're not scared to fall. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's an immediate thought of, like, oh, no, I don't want to fall. But then you realize, like, you can self-destruct whenever you want. Like, it's that idea of it kind of um i think i they encourage you to almost or at least that feeling is encouraged mm-hmm. to be like no just like do what you want and it's okay if you die because you're a robot like you can come back yeah it's it's you don't lose a whole lot of progress when you fall and die like you can it feels like you can a little mm-hmm. bit yeah but there's it's pretty easy to number one know what you're doing wrong uh and uh then get right back to where you were like there's a lot of avenues to just excel large distances pretty quickly if you know what you're doing or if you've been if you just walked that area and with something like psychonauts as well um that game it's not just the frustrating platforming it's the hectic pace of it it's the cacophony of noise it's the every time i die i am not making progress i'm starting over but with grow home uh, it's really relaxing, tranquil music. It's, uh, not, uh, horror. I mean, I like Psychonauts art style and its graphics, but I'm looking at like a bunch of fucking meat at that part in a certain, <laughs> this, it's like an open sky and a nice plan and a cute robot. And then when you fall, you fall because you're traversing and because you're exploring. And so even if you fall and you have to self-destruct, you've made progress because you got to know the environment better. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Psychonauts, you're not getting to know the environment better. You know, like, okay, jump, jump, go across the thing, go, and he's hitting me, and he's hitting me, and I'm dead. <laughs> like, you don't, there's not that sense of, like, 
learning through failure in Psychonauts. Yeah. At least I don't think uh, in this particular. Mm-hmm. And comparison. also, too, this game isn't about fighting anybody. You know, like, yeah. And whereas maybe it's not second, hectic. Right, right. There's so very... much more of like do it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a great game for uh, like kids. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. kids like ages. 10 and uh, 10 to you know whatever you could yeah. probably get like a five-year-old to, to this they probably would understand like yeah if they understand mario they probably can be like oh mm-hmm. i understand that i have to just hold this trigger down sure yeah. and then yeah. i'll go out and i also like it was something we also didn't mention mention is like with him climbing with bud climbing it's like you get like faster as you like keep clicking the the triggers or the or the um uh, bumpers in and that's like really satisfying just like being like i can go up really fast or i can be like let me just take my time yeah. trying to go up one at a time or we were playing with like when you did big strokes of mm-hmm. your arms climbing you were you could make get more ground and stuff so yeah that was kind of fun to play with not to harken back too hard about the controls but one thing we didn't talk about was when you are growing your vines to mm-hmm. get connected to the green islands to grow your plant um, that took a while for, I, well, first for of all, for that. Ryan to get it right away, but it, granted, when you handed the controller to me to, for me to try it, it was a little not what you expect right away, because it almost goes into flight controls for up and down, but it is. left and right stays the same, it's inverted so you have to be like, wait, for... what, what am I doing here? Like, and it's yeah. different than, because the rest of the game isn't like that, so that took a lot of adjusting, but there was definitely, like... To at least two like really curly Q vines that Ryan was like, wait, what is going? On? Wait, what am I doing? I oh my up, god! I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and then we were we were just uh, yelling at each other about it. <laughs> not, not not in a bad way. I it's promise. screaming. But no, it's... no, we were just joking about it, but it was funny. It's interesting because like you you ride the the vines up, um, and like they are. Uh, they are kind of like fighting with you almost. Yeah. Like they're not just smooth. They're not just, mm-hmm. they go straight on and it'll be like, and it's going to curve to the left. It's going to curve to the right. You know, And that's kind of like a down. real plant. Like it's going to kind of go where it wants to. So I mm-hmm. think that was a interesting idea. And then it kind of has that sound effect of like, almost like, I don't know. I feel like the best thing I could compare it to is like in a pirate game, like ship rope like like yeah. that eating yeah. and way and swaying kind of sound like that's kind of the the tension building of like the stalk of the plant yeah. growing and i like that like as you, you know you grow out the vine um it'll get slower and slower and then as you keep going you'll be like uh can i reach the island can i reach that mm-hmm. and then you know it'll uh it'll like stop and then you can still wiggle it for like a few couple seconds and you'll be like <laughs> Uh, can I? Uh, uh, no, it's okay. over. <laughs> it feels like such like a. I mean, we it's, brought up it being so, phallic before, but it's, it, it definitely feels phallic. a lot like that yeah. in those moments where it doesn't quite reach the rock, and you're like, I'm at the tip of this thing, yeah. and it's just not quite there. I'm teasing it. It's yeah. really funny. And it, 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 I mean, it, the the thing is, is a giant. It looks like a dick. When yeah, you, when it, it does. You know. Like, the top of it is a bud, so it's just mm-hmm. like a big circle, but it's coming yeah. out of this big thing that's yeah. growing. It's like, yeah, we get it. And then it. when you get to the, to the like, green rock, it'll, like, go in, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, it's, it like, pulses. pumping. And you're, like, ugh. H.R. <laughs> <laughs> Giger would have a field day with this game. Well, and then you're, uh, the whole time when you're making things grow, your, your mom is saying, well, you're such a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> 
very oh. sexually charged. <laughs> Rated E for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids should play this. You guys just said that. Just so you know. Uh, you know uh, I stand by it. <laughs> I do too. Everything's phallic. Uh, Pikachu's phallic. Whatever. Uh, you know, I think um, one thing we talked about with this game that is cool in regards to like growing of, of the plants. Uh, you know, I we didn't get a chance to look into this before we started, but I'm willing to bet there are people who play this game and just try to make cool shapes with the plants by growing them. They don't even care about progress. We were talking about that. I was like, oh, I bet someone's done like a DNA... Uh, double helix double helix thing or something. You know, people have probably tried to mess around with it if they get but if the, they know the controls well. The main stalk has like a has a path that it will go on, so it might be weird to try to make shapes out of it because yeah. you're like, yeah, uh, I know that it's gonna go on this path. Yeah, but I'm just, yeah, I mean, the idea that like maybe people can control even the ones that go off of it, they might be able to. Mm. Well, maybe there's a chance somebody who's messed with that. I guess it's fun. It's a fun idea that. A platformer where you can control where the platforms are taking you, I think, is a little less common. You know, mm-hmm. imagine if you're playing Mario and Mario gets the ability to like draw a big bridge across the open world. You get that you with know? the cloud power and and galaxy. galaxy. It's not. It's not it's anywhere not the near same. the same though. I mean, yeah. there there's like stuff. There are platformers like this, but I mean, a lot of them are you know, like even like. Uh, uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse is a multiplayer platformer. Like you're not you're not playing it as a uh, as a single player game. I don't know if there's single player in Ultimate Chicken Horse. I've never played it. But I, I there's multiplayer in Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, right? I want to say yes. That's the one where you draw on the stylus with the Wii mm-hmm. U. Uh, it was on DS too. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a spin off Kirby franchise. I think there's multiplayer in that, and that's kind of comparable to Grow Home in the sense that you're, or Ultimate Chicken Horse, where you're creating the the platforms. But in Grow Home, uh, it's just so, like, relaxed. Um, and, I, you know, I'm curious, too, can, could you, do you, have, have you ever tried to, like, how many sprouts, to see how many sprouts know. can I get from a plant? Because I don't know if they're infinite, because I was wondering about that when I was playing it. I'm like... This is a large space, but it's not infinite. It's very clear that this is probably either a cylinder or a square. Mm-hmm. And there's a wall somewhere. I don't know where the wall is. You're probably not going to reach it. It goes out pretty far. Um, and there's really no reason to. Like, mm-hmm. there are clouds out there. But they do a really good job of, like, hey, there's, like, certain platforms, rock formations that you can get to. And yeah. those are the only ones that you're, like, yeah, I want to go to that because especially like you know you get to uh, where you're throwing out the vine, growing out the vine, and it like you know the very end of it is a point. So then when you have to walk back, you then have to like walk all the way back to turn around, and then you're like, okay, like am I gonna fall off? Like I have to grip onto this. Like it's not advantageous to grow it out onto nothing. Mm. You want to grow it out onto a platform, right? Because as you grow it out and then it hits a platform then you have a space to go okay i don't have to go backward i can just climb upward mm-hmm. to the platform and then i can turn around and look at the uh, look at where i can uh jump backward and of course it's going to be thicker right um uh like on the out uh, outward where you came from from the vine yeah for sure i i think once someone gets to know the game super super well though it would be 
tempting to just be like, well, how how far can I push these? This would be a spine growing. A cool GDQ game. G- GDQ, yeah, games done quick game. Oh sure, yeah, totally um, speed running. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. bet there's a really I bet there's a like less than a half hour speed run for this game. Probably. Yeah, definitely. You Especially know, with physics, it's probably like, and you just do this and this, and <laughs> then you glitch through a thing, and then you're up there. You just <laughs> press one button, and you glitch, and the game's over. You know, speaking of like speed, you know what would be a cool game idea or game mode in a future grown ho- grow ho- grow home game? Uh, you and one other player are playing, and it's a race to the top. And you each have your own like plants that you're trying to grow. You could do that on two TVs. Oh, that's true. They do that. They do that often with um, with uh, with GDQ where they they're like, hey, we're gonna set up two TVs and two people are gonna see if they can beat Hades. Oh, okay. You know, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's a really really fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Damn! Imagine moving a TV. And getting you know, another PS4. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's it's probably on Switch. I feel like it's it's too cute of a game not to. Be it would on work Switch. really well on Switch if it isn't already there. Yeah. I tried to see if it was on iOS, and I did not. The see only things it. I saw, I was just had the Wikipedia open, and it said Windows mm-hmm. and PlayStation and Lumix. Linux. Oh, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it had. I it had Virtual Boy on there too, weirdly enough. Yeah, weirdly. Um, mm-hmm. Grow Grow Up is on uh, a PS4 and Xbox One. And, and should we play PC. that at some point not. in the future? Uh, eventually, we should do like a year of just like sequels because we've already mm-hmm. built up a bunch of That's stuff. Like uh, we got to do, we still got to do the DLC for Control mm-hmm. um, and Super Metroid and Psychonauts yeah. Two. Can't wait to play um, Psychonauts too. Yeah, it's hard to believe that we played so much. Do you guys have a favorite plant? <laughs> In general? Yeah. In general, no. Uh, I don't. I don't grow plants. Well, you don't have to grow them to like them. I don't know. I don't really think about. I mean, I I have like pictures with the um, what's the smelly one? Oh, the one that opens uh, like once every fifty. Yeah. Years. Oh, you get a picture of it, that thing. Yeah, because it. There's uh, like one in like a museum somewhere or something. Yeah, or a conservatory. Uh, they had one at, at the University of Minnesota, uh, where I went to school, and um, it opened. And, uh, it was like an event. Saw, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was an event. Like yeah. we went and like them. It was like. You told me you waited in line. For I waited in line <laughs> for, for like smelly a couple hours. Yeah. It was a corpse flower. Yeah, yeah. that's It smells name. like a dead body when it opens up. And I, seriously, I waited in, like, line for, like, three hours in the middle of, like, like, November or something. Like, it was Mm -hmm. super cold. I remember you texting me. And, um, I was with a few friends, and we were like, we're gonna go see the corpse flower. And it was, like, it it was, like, this is cool. And then we walked up there, and we were like, yeah, it smells bad. (laughs) And then we, like, took pictures with it. Took a selfie and left. Yeah, basically. (laughs) But But it was cool. It was still, like... Wow, like this thing is not gonna open for like another however many years. Yeah, interesting. So. What did the smell smell like? Uh, bad. <laughs> like, like, it unlike anything like, you've ever smelled. I mean, it smelled like a dead body. Apparently, hmm. 
That's that's what they apparently smell like. So well, you could have one of those in your home because it only opens up and gets stinky once they're every. They're pretty big. Yeah, yeah, I think you know it when you they, see it. They're sure. they're like gigantic. They're they're really big. Aren't they cool. kind of like a tropical plant too? Like mm-hmm. they're not found in like North America. Yeah, sounds like Neither a rain, <laughs> maybe a rainforest plant. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ryan? Favorite plant? Oh, um, I always like anything that's like tiny and can survive in a little pot. So I, I like those like little cactus uh, shrubs. Yeah, succulents I think are really uh, cute. Uh, as far as a favorite plant, um, put me on the spot. I mean, do bananas count? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, <laughs> I, Banana trees. Yeah. I eat them, so yeah, I, you know, anything I eat is good. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite plant? I like so many. You, I, I, I have a tough time answering my own question because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I have favorite trees. I have favorite flowers. I have favorite bunch of other crap so well i if i could say audrey too from little shop of oh Horrors, there you go or maybe maybe groot yeah yeah uh you know speaking of flowers you had a chance to play the game flower correct yeah uh i, I think it's interesting grow home and flower have similar kind of undertones mm-hmm. similar themes mm-hmm. uh and it's not similar gameplay because very different yeah, Flower is more of like a flight sim game or like a free-running cruiser game. And Grow Home is more like a platformer. And But I think that... Uh, flight simulator game. <laughs> it kind of is. You're flying around, you know? I, I compared it to Star Fox when we played it. You did. The control scheme really reminded me of Star Fox. But it's interesting. In Flower and Grow Home, you're guiding plants as they grow. Like in Grow Home when you ride the plants to the stems yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh, that Those moments did remind me of Flower. When you get a rush and you're guiding all the petals through the field or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the climax of Flower is basically like the same climax as Grow Home. You just grow I don't know, man. a plant. I, I didn't see you get like emotional over the... Over the... <laughs> The climax of Grow Home, you're like, ah! Yeah. Did you, you guys like, like... <gasps> <laughs> This is amazing! Well, it is a phallic game, as we've said, so yeah. it should have been pretty... Uh, I didn't get emotional because I was too horny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did you guys... Was the flower opening a letdown for you guys? <laughs> because it was like... <laughs> what were you expecting? I don't know. I mean, it, I'm happy it was a nice big flower, I guess. But it's like all that build up and then you're like, okay, this better be good. Like, did you have that thought at all? Not really. I was just like, oh, cool. There's my goal. <laughs> you know, I, I was, got him. I thought maybe we'd get like more of a cut scene mm. and with like some nice piano or like emotional music to more be like... More intense animation or something. Something to show like, look at this beautiful plant that you have helped bring into the world. It kind but of it, does that. Yeah, it's it's a touch of that. I, I was expecting a little bit more. I was expecting the game to try to get an emotion out of me in that part, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was really trying that hard. Okay. But I, you know, it's cute. It's fine. Do you guys have, like, if you had to pick one specific thing that's your, like, oh, this is, I really didn't like this about the game, or on the complete opposite end that you really, really liked about it? Sp- one specific element. Jordan, do you have anything? Um... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't think that the game is, uh, bad in, in any way. I mean, if there's anything that I, I don't really like, I don't really like that, like, some upgrades are, are tied to those mm. crystals, just because I, I think that, like, if they just gave you the jetpack right away and were like, hey, use this, then I'd be like, oh, okay. And it's, like, nice, 
to have something just tied to collectibles because it gives you a sense of like hey like there's a reason why i'm getting these things instead of just you know uh just playing like something like psychonauts and not like you know everything in that game is is like not tied to everything you know like most of the collectibles in that game are either tied to like story with like the brains or like they give you your extra health or um like the the cores are like tied to like powers but um like even in that game too i was still like you know it would be nice if like a lot of these powers weren't tied to these um weren't tied to these collectibles i don't know i I don't always like that i like when it's just like we're just gonna dole these out but there's not really a way that you can dole them out in in this game because it's like you just you have to get them like or you have there's no point where you would say like here is the jetpack i just i feel like if they just would have been like and you can use the jetpack at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the game you'd be like oh like okay instead of like okay i got these 20 crystals now I have the jetpack. Like, I don't know. If if a player just didn't want to collect crystals because they're like, eh, I just want to grow the plant because that's the fun part. That's kind of how we play You know, it. Mm. then they might not ever get that jetpack. And I feel like that jetpack is really helpful. I, I feel like it's kind of inexcusable I, with the camera being tied to an upgrade. I think the, maybe just the camera element, sure. But I think it's fine that... I like the idea that it's... You could make it a stronger jetpack by collecting. I think that's not a problem at all. I don't have a problem with a stronger jetpack, but just, like, unlocking it I think it's with. fine to unlock it. Because then, because it's trying to show you, like, hey, you can explore our world a little more instead of just growing the plant if you want to. I, I think the jetpack being doled out does kind of affect your interpretation of the game, like what you're saying, Christine. Like, you can explore the world a little bit more, um, or you can just grow... Um, like in the beginning, if you would have had the jetpack uh, from the start, I think it would have been like, oh, I can climb and I can jetpack. And you would have, climbing is wonky controls, so you might not have spent as much time climbing in the beginning if you had the jetpack right away. Yeah. So I think it's, it's a good decision to let the player get used to climbing yeah. before you introduce something that makes traversal easier. I would agree. I don't know. That's just me, maybe. Yeah, it's it's different strokes for di- different preferences. The camera thing, I think I maybe could agree with you a little bit more, where it would just be nice to have the ability to... Like, that's like a functionality but, thing. And I think that's such a minor complaint, regardless. There's only, like, you only need like 10. These, like, yeah. you know, it's not a lot, and you're probably going to run into that. But I'm just thinking of that, like, 1% or whatever that's just like, oh, I'm, I don't care at all about these crystals. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, this camera is really sucks because it's really zoomed in. And then somebody being like, well, did you get the zoom out camera? And being like, what the fuck? I didn't even know that that was there. Why, mm. I, why is this tied to an upgrade? Yeah, I... I it just doesn't tell you either. Like, it would yeah. be different if, if it was like, here are the upgrades. It's nice to have that surprise, kind of. I, I can understand wanting it to be a, uh, a surprise for a player, but... I don't know. That that feels like a key upgrade to me. Yeah, I, I mean, it's camera controls like that are basic functions in other games. They're not upgrades. Um, I, I could take it or leave it, honestly, because I, I totally see what you're saying. But at the same time, I think the game does a really good job of being compelling on its own, where I'm not sure that you need 
uh, a, like an extra, um, I'm not sure you need the dynamic camera to really like enjoy the game fully. Uh, it definitely just helps. I don't know. I, I, I definitely needed that camera personally. Sure. I was like, uh, just make this a, a thing that I can do always. Yeah. Well, I would, uh, would you guys recommend this game? And if so, who would you recommend it to? If not, why wouldn't you recommend it? I would recommend this game to pretty much anyone because I think it's fun. I guess if you're one of those guys who's like, I don't like platformers, then you might be like, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not playing this. And if you're impatient, you probably would be like, this is boring. I'm, I'm used to Assassin's Creed. I want to stab the guy. <laughs> Why can't I shoot the guy and get the loot like in, like in, uh, Tom Clancy's, uh, The Division? Can you imagine someone... Uh, playing Grow Home and being like, how do I get the gun? <laughs> Where's the gun at? Well, you are a robot, so... Right, robots have guns. <laughs> well, I would definitely recommend this game. And I think one of my favorite things about it is just the concept alone. Like, if the concept doesn't grab you already, then, like, look at the art. Like, look how cute this is. Mm -hmm. Or just i don't know like if you like like so, uh, if you're looking for like a really simple small short game um to pass the time if you have someone younger that you want to play it with or you just want something like really chill um then i think that's uh that's what it's great for and you know what i'm gonna go back to my answer my question when you asked me what my favorite plant is i should have said weed bro oh <laughs> that would have been so epic bro oh, i got some right here oh, fuck. Oh, you want some <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> there was such a bit you <laughs> hesitated I was, because like, I, was, sure. I was trying to think of a funny joke that i couldn't uh <laughs> reply with other than just saying uh yeah sure <laughs> So I, I flubbed it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> but this, uh, you know, we didn't do it like this, and, you know, I don't advocate for this if you don't want to, but if you're a weed smoker, this is a great game. Oh, yeah. This is great for that. So, yeah. I, I, you guys smoke weed? Turn this podcast off. Yeah, but I'm not, that's a personal question. You can do this podcast with Christine from now on. That's fine. Christine I smokes weed, so with it. at least she smokes, dude. She's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last Whoa. chance to take a rip, dude. <laughs> oh, I changed my mind. It's, <laughs> smoking's dope, He's a change dude. Man, bro. Uh, grow home, me. Anyway. That's a good bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that's, that's a podcast. <laughs> Before we discuss what game we're going to be playing next episode, uh, we want to check our email, and we want to say thank you, Austin, for uh, saying that our discussion of Control was underrated. Thank you. We did have a in-depth discussion about the video game Control. Was it too long? You was, decide. Was it the discussion was underrated or the game is underrated? I think he's it's hard to tell he, based on the email. He just said one word: underrated. <laughs> to control just, and we were like, "Well, you can ask him about that later." Well, we'll thank you, him. Austin. But uh, uh, we have an email this week, do we not? Yeah. Uh, it is. What does it say? Uh, it is uh, from a Brent, uh, and it says, uh, "Besides Ryan not being able to play game." <laughs> 
While playing Grow Home, it reminds me, control-wise, games if Shadow of Colossus, well, actually spelled Colossus, uh, this game brings out relaxing vibes of getting extremely high, period. <laughs> uh, for the game to be like this is near perfect, period. What are flaws in this game, if any? Aww. Which I think we already did. <laughs> well, no, that's... Uh, great punctuation, Brent. Great spelling. Great spelling, great wording, great sentence structure. Overall, 10 out of 10 email. <laughs> what flaws, if any, in uh, in email? Well, I do like his, compar- his thought process about comparing it to Shadow of Colossus, where... Um, so Brent's a friend of ours, but I'll just say that as um, ruined the magic. He was talking about uh, how, like, when you're climbing on, um, like, the Colossus, you know, in in that game, um, that he felt like that was similar to climbing the um, the plant in this game too. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Shadow of the Colossus is an interesting comparison because the very different presentation, very different, uh, you know, gameplay goals, but. Uh, though I have never played Shadow of the Colossus, it's a lot of climbing, platforming, mm-hmm. and I a lot of people have said that it's like a really chill game too. Yeah, the controls aren't shit. They like are. They are like uh, they are in Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. Oh, you think Shadow of the Colossus has shit controls? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, that's a game I definitely, I've always wanted to play. That's so. on the list for the podcast. That's, They're on. It's be. on the list. And it's, better be. The fucking controls are ass, in my opinion. I'm looking forward to talking about it then. And, um, uh, you're not trying to get thrown off, and the puzzles aren't confusing sometimes. Well, I don't know. Shadow of the Colossus, <laughs> I was like, that was good. If I would have played this 20 years ago, I would have been like, whoa! I think that's how it had that effect for a lot of people when it first came out, so. I'd be curious. Well, Maybe I'll play it, it with you guys. If I would have played it 20 years ago, it wouldn't have been out yet. You would have been a it, baby. It wouldn't have been out yet. I know. But 15 years ago. Well. Like, what the fuck is this? Shadow of the Colossus is on your list, but what are you, your guys aren't playing that next week. No, or next, next time, week, I should say. Uh, next week, we're not going to be here. Next episode. Next episode. We are going to play what? We're going to play the classic game... Of life, no Half Life. We're gonna no, play Half really? Life, the original Half Life, not Whole Life. No Quarter Life Crisis. Quarter Life is Crisis is a YouTube video. I think. I'm sure, there's a lot of YouTube videos. Well, Half Life has a big presence on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, I gave birth to the Machinimas. Yeah, more or less. Pretty much. Pretty I mean, mind. Yeah, but there's a ton of stuff gave birth to counter-strike and team fortress i mean beyond just day the, defeat half-life itself has so much um like things that it touches like that like team fortress counter-strike half-life is so influential and you can track its influence across like so many things it's, it's really like crazy um it's it's going to be a lot to talk about uh but what did you tell me off camera about like activating God mode? I would recommend for this game if it's your first time playing it, get through as much of it as you can 
with like the game without cheats but if you're like fuck i'm dying it's a game made in like what like 97 or something like that that mm-hmm. can be hard as shit sometimes so uh if you need to just be like just fucking turn on god mode i don't give a shit mm-hmm. or like give myself ammo like just do it sure look up how to find cheats they're not hard it's like literally just i think pressing like control and like shift and some other key and then the console commands come up and And, uh, god is half-life like it's like 10 bucks on steam yeah it's it's dirt cheap you can get that game for like 2.99 like every time there's a sale it'll go down to like a dollar that's crazy because it's one of the most famous and iconic games of all time and it's so much more accessible than other games of that caliber. I mean, Valve is is basically a money printing machine at this time, point because they own Steam. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to do anything and my understanding is like they they really are, are a team that doesn't have to do anything at work. The way that the hierarchy works and the way that like they're set up like work-wise, it's just like do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> they don't make games anymore. They no. put out Half-Life Alex like a few years ago, and that's like the first game they put out since since the Dota spinoff, which bombed. The Dota spinoff came out after Portal Two. Yeah, uh, uh, Dota actually came out after Portal Two, uh, Dota Two, and mm. then um, and then they put out. Uh, I don't know i feel like they, they put out like a bunch of like different portal spinoffs like they put out like i think they did like a bridge simulator or something with it but well we'll find out when that. we discuss half-life and if we ever discuss portal which that would be a good game for you to join us with christine i have played that game before um perfect i can't remember what the fuck the dota spinoff was or called. portal 2 even that fucking suck dick uh yeah but uh, Artifact, that's their shitty, uh, card game that came out. Well, the, the Artifact is very good. I played a little bit of Artifact. It's a card game that uses the Dota universe. And, and it was great. And then nobody fucking wanted to play it. It was designed by the guy who created Magic the Gathering. Oh. And then, uh, nobody played it. So they were like, I guess we're not going to do this anymore. I guess we'll just be millionaires still. Yeah. They just were like, we'll make Dota Underworlds instead, which is auto chess. If you've ever played an auto chess game. Yeah, I've and never that, played it, but I know. I know very well, so. People love auto chess. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, Half-Life next time. Yeah. Was there anything else that you uh, want to promote? Are you work- Did you work on anything? Uh, we did. Actually, you and I, Christine, we put out a sketch. But um, by the time this goes up, it's been on our YouTube channel. But it's not. We had to Actually, finish. Actually, the old YouTube channel. Yes, the old <laughs> YouTube channel. And it uh, will it be up yet. It's By the up. time I I put, I mean, like, will it be up where you worked on what what the what you yes. worked on it for a thing? <laughs> yes, will it be up there? We had to. We made it for a film contest, a film festival, and uh, we didn't get a chance to like fully finish it. Yeah. Uh, so there's right. some unfinished effects <laughs> that look kind of crappy, but if you can just see the humor and unfinished effects. Uh, you might get a kick out of it, but yeah. yet it is up, and the film festival will be done by the time this podcast goes up. But if you just want to watch it, uh, you can watch it. What's it called? The Small Man? The li- the Little Man. Yeah, The Little Man. <laughs> on what? Uh, yeah, that'll show on, up on, uh, you, on, on YouTube. On the channel Scridly. On, on YouTube channel S-K-R-Y-D-L-Y. The Little Man. 
So you can check that out. It has a few views. And that's not watched, saying much. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I've been like, I don't want to. I'm like, I don't want to. I have a, I have a, I have a, there was a, a plan with the video that I, I did not be, become a part of. So you were like, supposed to write, direct, <laughs> and star. You were yeah. supposed to write, direct, and star, and you mm-hmm. had funding secured, but then, your tax fraud crimes came into play. Yeah. You were also supposed to wear one of those CGI uh, suits, like right. uh, tight skin suits with the balls all the, over the it. I mean, again, you were supposed right to wear one of those star. one of those ping pong ball suits. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, I, I just. I couldn't make it because of tax fraud. You were getting audited. You just so. couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. This is so busy. I can't be there. I'm getting audited by the IRS. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah. Um, that, what a note to end on. That's that. I hope everybody goes play goes and plays Grow Home. Yeah. Me too. Because it's a fun game. And I didn't work on anything because I'm dumb. You're working on this. Because I'm, uh, I'm working on... Uh, other stuff that I'm not going to say on the air. Anyway, all uh, right. <laughs> go and have a good rest of the month, I guess. Uh, and uh, email wrap it the fuck up, <laughs> oh Jordan. Oh my god, stop! Jesus Christ! Turn it off. <laughs> I said I was going to say emails in the description. Fuck. I don't listen. I piss it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see you were recording. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing you've ever heard. That's what I, I that I recorded. I'm pissing. <laughs> I'm not listening. I'm pissing it. <laughs> Can you just say pissing? Pissing. No, it's got to rhyme with listening better. <laughs> you pissing to me, kid. All right, pissing to this. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of any other <laughs> phrase that has the word listen in it to replace with pissing. Let me pee real quick. Okay, no, you're we started it already. Uh, you can vamp. Sure, we can just go. Mm-mm. Easter egg. We won't start it started. Jordan, look out. Jordan, you better watch out. (laughs) I'm coming for you. (laughs) Close the door. Are you sure you want to close the door after what just happened? I'm seeing a lot of stuff on the the waveform here. It's okay if it's not perfect. Did you you finally reveal who shot JR? No, everybody uh, already knows that JR shot JR. I actually didn't see 
I never have watched Dallas. But did you know Dallas is still going on? It's a soap opera, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's still got the same characters from Who Shot JR. Like, and JR came back. Okay. JR's alive again, I think. Anyway. Yeah. I think they uh-huh. even they might have done JR another time. But sorry, go ahead. You can start it now. <laughs> it's riveting talk of Dallas. Um, 